Okay, welcome back to Bitch Call Your Sponsor. My name is Misty. And I'm Sam. Hello, Sam. Hi, Misty. Okay, let's do our primary purpose. Our primary, our primary purpose, purpose is for Misty and Sam, Sam to, to grow, grow their, their friendship and, and maybe, maybe help, help others. Just maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Well, <laughs> today I am making it about me. I know. It's very shocking. <laughs> but my topic is to know me is to love me. And what I'm experiencing is this hack that I've discovered in recovery and life, which is the work that I'm doing in ACA. Is this like an ACA podcast or what? Um, Is the internal work I'm doing of learning to have a relationship and develop a trust, safety, and love within myself and a connection to my higher power with that, because, you know, it talks about the 11th step. It's when we align our will, our thinking with God's will, that we begin to use it rightly. So the more internal work I'm doing in developing this relationship and loving all parts of myself, kind of like IFS, internal family systems, the more I am able to give zero fucks what anyone thinks about me, what the outcomes are, what uh, I, I just, my reliance upon people, places, and things has declined so dramatically that I feel like I've tapped into some special hack of life and I want to share it. This is so, so beautiful. So what I hear you saying is that you're doing deeper work and you're getting amazing results. Yeah. And what is, I, um, I love this zero fucks thing, uh, but it's not coming from a place of having zero fucks, you know, which is like that book, you know, where it's like, oh, you know, you only have so many fucks, so choose wisely or whatever. It's coming from this more authentic place, which I know for me thus far, my experience has been I, I become more real when I continue to apply and practice these things in my life. And by real, I mean, I become more honest with what's actually there and not there. And I become uh, more accepting and allowing of things as they are. I've spent a lifetime trying to get things to be a certain way or feel a certain way um, versus just allowing and being like, yep, this is all that's there and this is all that's not there. It's like true authenticity. Yeah, it makes me want to cry because I'm really understanding that this is what has been holding me back and that the more that I'm doing this like self-love and care and nice self-talk and all of this stuff, the more I'm going out in the world and I'm treating other people as if I love them too or that they love me. 
You know what I'm, it's so obvious to me that when I was in so much, um, not, I don't know if it was self-loathing, it was low self-worth that mm. I put that on everybody else. I couldn't see them as they were and how mm. they were really treating me because the low self-worth found a place where I could see an eye movement and go, yeah, they, they don't think highly of me. And mm. grab onto that narrative, grab onto that story. That is so beautiful. This has come up in many conversations I've had this week for the ones that I've actually kept because I, I cleared my calendar for however many, two at least two days um, because I was in bed. But um, it's this um, reconnection to authentic self where uh, as a kid, right, adult child, right, uh, mm -hmm. as a child, I was looking outside myself as a child does, right, for food, shelter, protection, and what was what was passed on were these dysfunctional ways of living and being. Um, and then I've continued looking outside myself because there was no I, no redirection back in. There was no uh, secure security in any way. It was always a mixed bag of oh god, what's happening now? And then me either blaming myself or thinking I did something wrong or, you know, and that whole thing. And that pattern runs really deep that like started from childhood, you know, and then here I am an adult child, you know, thinking I'm operating, I'm quote unquote successful or whatever those things are, but I'm still using all those tools and I'm still disconnected to myself. I'm thinking it's over there. If that man, or, yeah. you know, if that job, or maybe this purse or, you right. know, maybe that jewel and then, Oh, and then someone's, you know, cause what's happened with me. And I so identify with this is like, I've had the stuff, mm. you know, and the accoutrements and the things and like oh yeah well when i get this and it's you know chasing the horizon and then oh but what about that and and then there's that and then, oh well, but what you know and then chasing that like it's my job and then realizing that all that stuff is literally imprisoning um, and yeah. covers up me that's, I love this title to know me is to love me like what funny. was me i became the stuff and then people would comment on my stuff and not be connected to me. So all of this stuff was getting me disconnected, even further disconnected from myself and in further connect disconnected to anyone that was near me. Right. Oh, my God. I love that analogy. I love that analogy. That's exactly it. We're looking outside of ourselves to heal the inside of ourselves. And... Not only did I learn that as a child, that if I got rewarded for abandoning myself to take care of somebody else's needs, <laughs> that's what I learned how you survive in this world. Abandon my needs to make sure I put their needs first. Mm -hmm. And or scream really loudly what my needs are <laughs> um, yeah. and make sure that somebody fulfills it. And if they don't, it's their fault, not mine. Right. Mm. One of two ways. And, you know, to know me is to love me is that I've always admired these people who were comfortable in their skin, even when somebody else disagreed with them. And it's like, 
I see people be so concerned and, and obviously I am too, but this is just the place I'm in right now where I can see that it's my internal healing that needs to change. Mm. That it's not, it's not that other people's perception of me needs to change. It's that when I love myself, I don't care what your perception is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always keep going back to the Bill and Abby, his roots crossed new soil. He was inwardly reorganized, yeah. right? Like that's the journey for me, yeah. 12 step in particular ACA, you know, um, where that journey is really focused. And it's less like, cause we've even talked about the Al-Anon where it's like, yeah, the Al-Anon is focused on the alcoholic, right. you know, and right. not, there's no redirection to self it's like yeah there's encouragement find your hobbies detach with love you know but it's the central point is around a person versus an addict which is around a substance but the the ACA is getting me closer to my core which is where you know I was given love but that love as defined the type of love that I got was very different than the type of love you got. And then I'm just in a repetitive pattern to try to get recognized and seen and heard and all these things and finding ways that aren't necessarily healthy. Workaholism was a great one for me, mm-hmm. you know, to get that. Oh, what a great work ethic. You know, well, it's like I was killing myself. Yeah. And recovery can be one of those too, right? Like mm-hmm. I was just in a meeting where this person who has like under six months is talking about that they took a day and just laid on the couch and didn't mm. TV and like didn't do anything. And I'm thinking that's wonderful in my head, you know, like yeah. good for them for taking that day and loving themselves. And they're on the meeting, like feeling so bad about it. Right. And then a person who I know to be their sponsor is like, yeah, and we have to take action. We have to take action. You know, nothing yeah. happens unless I take action. And I'm like, no, like that is the the God that I'm understanding and the love of myself that I'm understanding is literally like, you don't have to do anything, babe. You don't do anything yeah. to earn love. It's an old message. It's that Al-Anon message of like, abandon yourself as a child and take care of the alcoholic that makes you think you have to do action to be loved. You have to mm. do action to get the goodie bag. And I just was so like chomping at the bit to be like, no, you don't, you don't have to do action. Like, mm-hmm. like taking a day for the couch and, and, and being ca- now 40 days under the couch. No, that's not good. It's too much. It's equanimity, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But you loving yourself while you take that day on the couch and giving the finger to the sponsor that says you have to take action. Yep. Yep. It's interesting because what I think Alan on it and no, no, um, shade really, I don't really have that much experience. I love, I love the courage to change book. I, I, I just don't really, um, align with the other stuff there, but it's, you know, this boundary and this, this, and this, this, and it could be very robotic, you know, mm-hmm. um, whereas it's really, there's a fluidity that I find in mm-hmm. ACA where it's like, well, where am I today? You know, and like today, if I heard that person online, I would want to slap them, you know, (laughs) not the one that was sitting down for, you know, 24 hours that took, you know, took a load off or whatever. It's just like the other person would be like, no, slap, 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 slap. No, (laughs) you know, uh, maybe even insert a little crosstalk, you know, just be naughty. Uh, But yeah, I just I don't know. I just it's. I think it's, yeah, it's, 
to know me is to love me, right? Is, and I think for me, that's the journey in, in the process is actually getting to know who I am, you know, what is the actor that I've been been providing and projecting to people versus what is the person underneath uh, with all my nooks and crannies. And I think first and foremost, that came out in sponsorship, you know, having calls and then me saying certain reality things, you know, where it's like, yeah, living in my parents' basement or, you know, whatever those yeah. those things are, you know, um, where I was so private about things, you know, because I was worried about whatever I was going to think about me because I was worried about this projection, right. you know, and saving that um, image, uh, you know, uh-huh. the stage presence, you know, versus the real thing. And, and my first sponsor always used to say, you know, we are going to match your insides to your outsides. Uh-huh. And, you know, it, as with everything in, in 12 step it is it's experiential for me. You know, I could talk about things till I'm blue in the face, but I need to actually exper- have an experience with it. Um, so, yeah, this is so beautiful is to love me. I'm glad um, you pointed out the beginning part of it. Yeah, because to know me is important. Um, that's an important part of the process. If I'm just mm. like, I love myself, I love myself. And believe me, I tried that for years. And that was <laughs> that people are like, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm fabulous. You know, like it was just it was another mask of toxic mm. positivity. Yes. Where it's like, I don't feel anything negative. I'm always happy. I'm positive, you know, and that is not the knowing of me. That is not accepting me like it talks about in the big book, the good and the bad. That is yeah. not knowing all the parts and acknowledging them. Because the truth is, like, my character interestings have value um, and they're not something to be ashamed of. And I don't need to be like everybody else. I don't. Uh, that's another trigger of mine is like when people want everybody to be good and behave. No, I bring a certain characteristic that I want to be okay with, and it's not going to look like everyone else's. And that's their problem if they have a problem with it, you know? Uh, And I like going, I've always enjoyed going to like thrift stores and just, just going through to see if I can find something like it's a dopamine hit when I'm like, Oh my God, I just found like, you know, Christian Louboutins for $12 and they didn't know what they had or, um, Mm. Something like that. So I, so I was going for a dopamine hit for a long time. But what I realize now, and I've been doing this for a decade, it just relaxes me. It's like going to a bar after work for me. Um, mm. And so, but I like going through and noticing what I like. Mm. I like knowing mm. what colors appeal to me, what materials appeal to me. Like, it's really interesting to see, oh, that's something I jump for joy. I feel joy at, you know, like Marie Kondo, like that sparks joy. And then I get, w- whether I buy it or not, I get a better sense of who I am and what I like. And I'll do it with Pinterest boards or, you know, going to the art museum. It's just really fun now to go. I don't know. Everyone else may like this one painting but i like this one over here Mm, that's really really beautiful and important it's you know it kind of rounds out you know a few of our 
episodes in the sense of like today we used to talk about you and i um i'm having the best love affair with myself i'm enjoying dating myself you know like all of these like artist states and stuff where um i actually am getting to learn more learn more about me i was the chameleon you know and had different friend groups and different whatever and you know twisted myself into different size pretzels in order to just fit in you know versus this actual knowing i remember during covid i read this book called um the art of showing up mm. and in it it's very similar to what you say where it's the it says stay sober is the first thing it says and then help someone else achieve sobriety right so it's like i need to stay sober first i need to know myself before i'm like just toxic positivity toxic yeah. whatever where it's like i love myself i love myself oh see i love myself <laughs> self-care getting my nails done getting a manicure <laughs> self-care self-care i love myself <laughs> it's like yeah but then it's like what does the self-talk look like underneath that you know right when it's not all shellacked and all whatever, you know, resin. And, yeah. <laughs> when it's all not like that, are you really okay? You know, no, what's no, no, no. that story? What's that narrative? What's that self talk look like? Call your sponsor. Call your sponsor. Call your send us an email with comments, questions, or concerns. BCY sponsor at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate five stars.